Stephen Grotes on SAFM. 12 after 7, good morning. Well, as you had to survive stage 6 load shedding for almost all of the weekend, the Minister for Electricity in the Presidency, Josienzo Ramachopa, denying yesterday that in fact stage 8 load shedding had been implemented. He said it was only stage 6. Some warnings this morning we may have load shedding all the way really into the festive season. As you know, most of the coal fleet is old. The new power stations, Madupi and Kosile, have huge design flaws, which means they're not running properly. Mohamed Mahdi is the CEO of Sinan Energy and an energy expert. Mohamed, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. So we had stage six load shedding during a weekend. I mean, you'd expect demand to be quite low then. What does this tell us about how vulnerable our power system is? Look, unfortunately, and, uh, you know, we have said this before, even on this platform, that given the weather and given the implications of the high temperatures, it does lead to a very unfavorable scenario for the grid as well as for the generating fleet and that that came to you know that was very clearly obvious over the weekend what this means going forward in um, you know the hotter parts of summer is that we are going to have a grid that will be even more crippled than it currently is so this the outlook unfortunately is not very good when you talk about a summer, is it because there's more demand, people are using air conditioners and things like that, or fans? Is it also because the effectiveness of generating electricity through coal, through the co- through the cooling towers, it doesn't work quite as well? If it's very hot, is it harder to sort of make the system work? That's exactly right. So the, on the demand side, there's clearly a higher demand. Just to remind you know, everyone that we had the first major bout of load shedding in January 2008 during a fairly hot January. We are now expecting one of the hottest summers in many years. So on the demand side, that's clearly a problem. And again, on the supply side, the generation units, exactly as you pointed out, the cooling cycle, as we call it, has to work harder. So the units generally are a little bit less efficient um, and, you know, uh, uh, under, put a lot more under pressure than they otherwise would have been in cooler weather. So those two factors, but primarily the demand, uh, the cooling cycle is sort of fairly well managed. It's just, you know, it does mean that more is taken out of the power station. But the demand is what causes this, together with the fact that we have an aging fleet. On average, our power stations are over 32 years old. On average, of course, there are exceptions. The new power stations, as you pointed out, are not designed well, not performing according to what we expected them to perform. So with an aging fleet that is under a lot of pressure and high temperatures, of course, you're going to have more unplanned uh, breakdowns, unplanned outages, those sort of things. We had thought things were getting better. <laughs> things were making you know, progress. I mean, there was a warning from Eskim we might have stage eight over the winter, and we didn't. And were we just too optimistic? Were we just not realistic? Or did we sort of get lulled into a false sense of security and actually this is our real reality? I think, look, to be fair, most analysts and most experts who have, you know, a reasonable knowledge of the generation fleet did predict that the situation will get worse as, as uh, you know, we got into summer. I've said repeatedly that uh, August and September, even October, and not good months to be making predictions about what's going to happen in summer, specifically not September and October. Those are fairly easy months in terms of demand and the supply side. So this this is entirely predictable, what could happen. 
And what is even more worrying is that, you know, we are going to have a very, very hot summer. So, so hopefully, by the time we get to winter, we've got a little bit more alleviation of the problem. But the, the outlook right now, unfortunately, doesn't look very good. From what I can see, we've been using quite a lot of diesel for the open cycle gas turbines. And that's normally a bad yeah. sign, isn't it? I mean, it means we don't have enough power and they're very expensive. Correct. I mean, just to give uh, give you an idea, you know, the cost of diesel power typically. So let's take in a commercial or industrial setting. The cost of diesel power is around about 8 rand 50 per kilowatt hour. Assume that ESCOM gets it, it gets diesel at a much more favorable price. Even then, your cost per kilowatt hour is over 7 rand. And then they've, uh, they've got very large, um, you know, generators, diesel generators. So the efficiency is a little bit more. So the cost per kilowatt hour is between 6 and 7 rand. That compared to a typical cost of under 2 rand in terms of, you know, flat generation cost from ESCOM. In fact, closer to around 1 rand 28. So that gives you some idea of just how much more diesel power is compared to the typical coal-fired generation that we get, or nuclear power for that matter. There was a huge boom in solar power. We saw many people investing in that, companies investing in that as well. I think 85 billion rand was spent um, in something like 15 months. Is that having a huge impact still? It would be a lot worse without that? It is. It's undoubtedly having a huge impact. And it is. So there's a good side and a bad side to it. The good side is that the consumers, the off-takers, are seeing the benefit of it. The bad side, if you want to call it that, is that ESCOM's revenue base is shrinking. And their debt is not shrinking proportionately. In fact, it's, it's growing. So the impact on ESCOM is very severe. But what has really made a difference in the last 15 to 20 months is the uptake of battery energy storage solutions. And this has allowed for more stable supply to off-takers. This has allowed them to be able to provide uh, or have power during peak times, especially businesses, and also during load shedding times. So when you put in a battery energy storage solution, for example, it's a lot cheaper than running a diesel generator. And this has made a phenomenal impact uh, throughout industry. And we're seeing the, the, the uptake of battery solutions, you know, growing beyond expectations right now. Mohamed Mahdi, thank you. CEO of Sinan Energy and an expert on energy, as you can hear.